need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Black. Brothers and sisters, lovers, and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, Voyeurs and connoisseurs, all you children of sex, and we are all children of sex, brothers and sisters. We may or may not be children of God, but we are all children of sex. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> Can I hear an A, women? Hey, women. Yahoo. Thank you, Captain Max. And we are all children of sex. That is, unless somebody was wearing a condom. <laughs> well, I guess the condom could break. But not a condomania condom. Mm, look at these luscious lips. Mm, yum. Tonight, brothers and sisters, we are going to explore delicious condoms and uh, safer sex. No sex is absolutely safe. Gotta be a little bit of danger somehow. Friction, or else, why bother? But we wanna make it safer, you know, better living through latex. Mm. And, uh, and we wanna make it delicious as possible, if possible. And uh, speaking of which, we're also going to be talking about salty waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to explore that with the president of Condomania. Here she is. <laughs> who also happens to be the uh, entrepreneuress of <coughs> saltywaffle.com. Welcome, Nicole Donnelly, to DrSusanBlock.tv. Hello, Nicole. Hello, doctor. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I am very excited about all these subjects. We're going to be uh, talking about some interesting things. And uh, I like your Venetian blinds. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, a different form of protection that yes. doesn't always protect, especially if you keep them open. 
<laughs> so where are you right now in that little green room? <laughs> Things All are right, falling. I am in Vancouver, BC. Ah, British yep. Columbia. Yes, Vancouver, British Columbia, and uh, I am in my house here, condo downtown, and I have a sleeping child in the other room. Okay, uh, don't wake the sleeping <laughs> child. <laughs> no, right. So uh, the door's locked so the sleeping child won't come in? or Yes. Okay, yes. another yes, form yes. of protection. Absolutely. So all kinds of protection if you think about it. Well, we love Condomania condoms. Uh, there's so many different kinds. We've got them here, and we're going to be exploring them tonight. And you're the president test, test. of, yes, of yes, Condomania. I am. Well, thank you so much for all you do to bring uh, lovely latex to the masses. Yeah, we do our best. We have the most amazing condoms. And how long have you been president of Condomania? Uh, almost two years. Right. So yes. we've known Condomania for longer, so you've come in recently. I mean, how long has Condomania been around? Uh, Condomania has been around for 22 years now. And wow. the founder, yeah, the founder, Adam Glickman, uh, he's a friend of mine. Adam Glickman, yes, 22 years. That's how long Captain Max and right. I have been That's married. Right. That's how we... <laughs> hey, can you yeah. Wow. Put a prophylactic on that marriage. Uh, okay, yeah, put that uh, microphone needs a condom, I think. It's, uh, it's it needs something. It needs something. It's yeah, definitely. So, uh, so Adam is a friend of yours, hello, hello. and he test, said, test. I want you to be president of my company. Test, How test. did that work out? Yeah, um, actually, I bought the company um, oh. with some investors, and I am running it now. Wow. And what yeah. made you buy a, a condom company? Well, because it sounded fun. I said, you know, just shoot me if I don't ever want to talk about sex, you know? Right, right. Well, this is about sex. I mean, we've so, got so, condoms and lube. Yes, Max? Well, I'm trying to get my, my microphone fixed. It's full of bass. Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen back there, please. He's already Count Basie. <laughs> Kimona condoms enlarged. Don't these uh, ring a bell, Max? I'm Remember on mic these? two, by the way, if you guys don't know mic two. Please. We have used condoms. Help me out. And these are very test, sheer. Test. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's lower. Your base is lower. Have okay. you ever tried naked condoms? Naked? Test, I test. have not. We and are going to have to get you samples. Okay. Okay. Why well, Are they very sheer? They are, and they're pleasure-shaped, too, and they come in different sizes. Kind of like legs for your dick? <laughs> yes. So yeah. They're so tighter on the base and baggier around the top, so they are much more pleasurable for uh, both the man and the woman. Baggy around the top. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you get a little more action in the, in the top, but they, they stay on. Yeah. 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 So it kind of mimics the natural man, um, and there's less lube needed for the women. And then for the guys, it gives them more sensation because when a straight condom covers the whole penis, it kind of deadens the nerves a bit. And uh, with that extra room, it gives more pleasure. Oh, extra room to grow. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now, I like these little round uh Yeah, the one. They're lovely. 
the ones, and they have different flavors. Is this a fl good flavor, Island Punch? Their flavors are fantastic. We want them to make flavored lubes. They, we taste all the condoms, and the ones taste the best. Mm, I, I think I'm going to have to <laughs> try uh, Island <clears throat> Punch, right? Uh, yes. I wish you guys would fix my microphone, please. Please. Okay. You got to fix his mic because uh, he's, otherwise he's, uh, he's going to keep talking about it keep, keep, and interrupting uh, the interview, right. talking <laughs> about his microphone. All right, the bass is a hundred percent down, Max. So can you can you say something, Max? He's not at the microphone now, so he can't say anything. Oh, okay. So I, I I'm not sure what to do here. Nobody's at the microphone, so. Three, two, one. I, testing, testing. Okay. that is John Clark at the microphone hello, now. Hello, testing. testing, testing. Yes, okay, it three, sounds two, pretty one, good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Can you hear me? I think it sounds quite nice. I do. Uh, so, I don't know. Did she say she's uh, in British Columbia? Uh, she did say she's in British Columbia. That's true. Where? So, Where oh, okay, so uh, is Max, Max, are you coming back? Okay. All righty. I so see you have a penis in your hand. I do. I have actually. This is a very beautiful woodcut phallic ashtray, <laughs> also known as a penis in my hand. Um, I, I have many different types of phallic objects here. We have the realistic one, you know. And then okay. you have the teeny weeny straw. And then I do have, do you have a condom that would fit this? A uh, finger condom, I'd recommend. A <laughs> finger condom. That would be so cute. Like if I wanted somebody else to use my straw. But then I guess they couldn't suck anything through it, huh? <laughs> no. Mm. Just the protector. Right, right. Okay. I want to hear more about you. And we are going <laughs> to get down to the condoms in just a few minutes. So... <laughs> I've got someone now taking pictures of me. Okay. So, Nicole. Yes. Um, do you use condoms in your uh, personal life? I mean, you're a married woman, and uh, you have a child. Perhaps you don't want another one. I have a child, and I did use condoms. Not married at the moment. Ah. Yes. So, Baby, I went you? back into the condom marketplace. Just in time. <laughs> ah, so you are dating. Yes. Ah, so you really do need to know your condoms. And you know what? The last year, I've really gotten to know our product. <laughs> really? So uh, what's your favorite? I have to say um, the naked condoms. The naked. That's I what you were telling naked. me about. If you want to go for a budget condom that you can get at any store... I would get, I like the Lifestyle Thin. The Lifestyle Skin? The Lifestyles, no, it's a, it's got a gray label and it's a very thin. It's ultra sensitive, I think is the, what it's called, but Lifestyle is the ultra sensitive. Um, I really like how thin that is. Mm. Uh, for some fun though, the one flavors are great and they also have the best glow in the dark condom. Well, you know, we are going to have some fun here, I think, because... Uh, I think so. Now that my microphone is working... <laughs> Would you like to put a condom on it? Uh, on my microphone? Uh, it's uh, Island sure. Punch. I want to smell one of those. 
Yeah. You want to smell one? Hey, how many stores do you guys have? Um, we're just online now. No physical oh, stores no anymore. No physical stores oh, okay. anymore. Yeah, they right. have joined the flat earth. Yeah. Yes. Right. No, I remember when we had to get our condoms from your store on Melrose Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Those were the good old days. And uh, and so where are your condoms made? Are they made all over the world or in China or where? Okay. Yeah, depending on the brand. Trojan still makes them in the U.S., but uh, a lot of them come from Malaysia and China as well. Mm. So yeah. I am going to try this Island Punch on Fantastic. this... Uh, this wood-carved dildo here. Um, this is actually... Uh, we actually sell these. Right. Except we, we have to find the manufacturer, who's also somewhere in China or Thailand. Probably yeah. in Thailand, wh Thailand, where there's great <laughs> unrest right now. The Philippines. So that, oh, Philippines, the Philippines. Yeah, okay. Philippines. So here we go with Island Punch. Uh, okay, and mm, it does smell good. Here, smell this. Yeah, the last you year there are some Ooh, really great, great loops. This is not stuff. much of a smell yeah. at all. What is that? Well, this is for when you want to, your lover to smell natural. Oh. This, ha this has no smell. Oh. This has no smell. This one. Oh, I I'm like gonna, this one better. Well, yeah. Can I put this in my drink with this? Um, we can. Uh -huh. Oh, I guess if I put this on the penis, you won't like it so much anymore. Okay, but I'm going to see. Okay, show this. Mm. Okay, you got that? I've got... Yeah. Let's see. Let's push this in here a little bit. So uh, this is the Island Punch by One. And mm, it does smell good. Should I taste? Sure. Mm. <laughs> mm. It, um, it tastes pretty good, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Panty Boy is um, asking for recommendations for a man for condoms. Like any recommendations for men? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess well, where I asked you before for your point of view yeah, in terms okay, of as a woman. So for men, like gay men or straight men? Do we know? Mm, let's just assume he's saying for straight men. I think he is straight, even though he does like to wear panties. So I'm not sure. But I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's straight. He likes girls. But that doesn't okay. mean he might not like something in the butt. But, like one of these. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, he's never said anything like that. So I'm going to assume that he just wants to know what feels the best from your experience from different men. And maybe you can say different kinds of men find yeah. that different kinds of condoms are best and what kinds of men like what kinds of condoms? So I think first it would start with size. So we have condoms in like over 120 sizes and you can download a little fit kit so measures length and girth. 120 sizes of condoms? Yeah. And this the size to get the right fit will be the most pleasurable. The right fit. Is this like getting yeah. your bonobo pants uh, custom well, tailored like or something? it's like a fitting, right? Like right, you have right. Around. And so when the condom fits properly, then it's going to be more pleasurable. And you won't have problems with it rolling up or coming off or any of the awkwardness. Now, too bad you don't have like one store in each major city <laughs> where people could come in and get 
themselves condom fitted. You know, they could get themselves fitted. Yeah, we've 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 talked about what we could actually pull off because we need a fluffer, right? Like it's best when done with a partner. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, True. Um, it might be interesting to, you know, just go into so, a little booth and <clears throat> try on different condoms. Th this, is the <clears throat> this is pretty interesting. 120 sizes. Yeah, so, that's a lot of sizes. I had no idea. And, I mean, as a sex therapist, I'm I, constantly dealing with I'm thinking from one inch to men's... 12 inches, so that's 12 sizes. Yeah. And then there's... Well, there's one inch there. to 12 inches, but that's just, that's more than 12 <clears throat> sizes. Yeah, but he's, she's talking about 120 sizes. Yeah, because there's also width. Uh, the the girth. Width. Yeah, there's okay. the girth, and the girth is really important, and that's more important than the length. Like, you can have it be extra long, but it needs to fit around girth-wise for there to be the most pleasure. Otherwise, it squeezes you. Well, it can squeeze you, or it can come off, and then you right. have other problems to heal it. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you yeah. want to have the little tip to get the cum inside. Yeah, and you can even have extra on the tip, and it's it's all good. This is yummy. <laughs> Actually, it, it is. It, it doesn't have a strong taste. It has a stronger smell, uh, but it's, you know, it, it's just enough so you don't really taste latex, right? Yeah, so if a guy's looking, you know, to give a girl some dessert, that's a good way to get it. Mm. So, okay. <laughs> so I'll have I, more I, of you in a minute. <laughs> uh yeah, so, uh, okay, so... Pleasure, the pleasure fit. So, you know, we also um, had, uh, had heard from you that you were going to give us some information on penis size by state. Yes. So, who's got the biggest, who's got the smallest? I mean, there's 120 <clears throat> sizes, so, I mean, how does it all break down? I, well, the biggest... Do you have a guess of where they might have the biggest penises? California. I'm going to vote for my state. <laughs> no. 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 Um, no. I, I, yeah. Texas. They got everything's bigger in Texas, right? Yeah. So uh, they have the smallest penises. In Texas, Texas has the smallest. Hooray! Yay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, George Bush yeah. probably. You know, the whole Bush family accounts for that. I guess. Yeah. yeah it's kind of an interesting. Thing. There. One of the top ones. Whoops, whoops, you, you just faded out a little bit. What, what, that was important information. Okay, so um, the, mo the uh, states that are, can you hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. So big penises are usually Washington, D.C., Whoa, Washington, D.C. That makes sense. They're the biggest dicks around. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But this year, they were down to number four, and North Dakota was number one. Now, is that because of the politicians or the, I, uh, <clears throat> the interns? The, I think that the, anyone the, that... The, you know, or all the hookers in Washington, all the male hookers no, no, with no, huge no. penises. I think that if you want to become a politician... And go to Washington and make laws and be a big shot and get laid. Most of these guys are like porn stars. Okay, look look at Weiner. Well, Anthony Weiner. Yeah. He really. I mean, here's a little guy, uh, guy uh, but he his, really liked showing his big penis. At least it looked pretty big in the in his, his tidy white. His was bigger than James Dean's. 
Right. Could have been stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think so. No, it wasn't guys, bigger than Jesus. I think these guys have a penis problem, and they have to find some way to kind of take their thing and swing it around. But it's I actually thought a lot of politicians might be compensating for small penises. No, you know, like so. the Napoleonic complex. I don't think so. Mm. They're always in trouble with their penises. Well, obviously, you know, Nicole has the statistics. And but you get this because <clears throat> of the orders... From yeah. this, the that's great. I mean, you is this retail orders or wholesale orders or? Uh, we look at just the the customer orders uh, when we figure this in because we do sell um, like to universities. We do bulk orders too, but we don't count that. Okay, so you, so you do the, so the bulk <laughs> orders you don't count. You you right. mostly count individual orders, right? <laughs> so this is very funny, John Kerry. You have a really small penis. Because <laughs> the orders come in, and you say, "Oh, that's John Kerry, and his penis is small." Yeah, well, they know, right? You know about all the politicians as they're ordering. Okay, that's that's, that's the classified best. information yeah, more than even the, that's the best. A therapist logs. Uh, so okay, so Washington D.C. So we want to know how some others stack up. I mean, somebody Utah actually Utah is number one now. Utah is number one now. Utah's twenty-eight on here, but number one right now oh. is North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Wow. North Dakota. I thought yeah. number one was Washington D.C. Uh, usually it is. It's four this year. It's, it's four. Okay. Four. So yeah. so it 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 hovers. Okay. Yeah. So North Dakota. Yeah. And that's the, where the men are men, right? Well, yeah. Big and dicks. there's the the oil rush is happening there, and so they right. have a lot. Of people right. I have some there. clients there who are right. part that's of that right. oil rush. Yeah, right. You know, they have some fair so sized penises. All these big hulking guys go up mm. there. <laughs> All right, so uh, so where does New Jersey stack up? Yeah. New Jersey is 14th on the list. 14th, okay. California is 15th. Okay, California I got to make a 15th. note. 14, New Jersey. California is 15, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and let's see. Uh, this is great information. It is. I mean, this is important stuff for people to know. I mean, because it's like sports scores, right? Men are, are always concerned well, I, with also sports when, scores. Also, when you talk to clients and they say, well, my penis is, what state do you live in? Yeah, right. I mean, if they say, okay, where are the smallest ones? Texas? Really? Well, it's usually at the bottom. The, the lowest, Texas the towards smallest the bottom. that we have is Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, my God. Goddess. This is I, great fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of a theory about why it's Mississippi is because yeah. they sell big condoms in the stores, perhaps, and not small ones. So they're, they're, it could go either way. But this is uh, based on online sales. Mississippi's at the bottom, and then it's Hawaii, Arkansas, and Wyoming. They sell big condoms in the stores, but not small ones. The small guys got to go perhaps. online. Perhaps. <clears throat> they sell. That's weird. Okay. In Mississippi. <laughs> okay, so some of this is cultural. <laughs> some, okay. this yeah, is, it could be. And it could be who's actually buying condoms and using them. Okay, I got to ask about my, my home state, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is number 20. Number 20. Yeah. Not too high, not too low. That's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, New York. Where's New York? Um, New York is number nine. Nine. Yeah. There's a lot of big dicks in New York. A lot of dickheads. <laughs> right. Nine, New York. Where okay. is it? Where is so it? one right now is North Dakota. Yep. And the second one's Rhode Island. Second one's Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. All right. Yes. 
That's all those Italian mafia boys. This is starting to break down into making no sense. No, it's a small state with big dicks. Okay, now how about about internationally, or do you only sell nationally? Um, We do sell internationally. We don't have those numbers. I don't have those numbers in front of me. Oh, I'd really like to know those numbers. (laughs) Internationally, yeah. Well, I can tell you we get a lot of um, large orders from Italy. Okay, Max is looking proud. That's it. Let me. Let me. <laughs> Those thump, Italian thump stallions. <laughs> That's funny. Yum. Mm. Yep. Canada. How about Canada? Not known for their large penises. No, and you look so disappointed about that. <laughs> you, I mean, you, you look like. I mean, what do you think? Does size make a difference, or what kind of difference does it make? I think. It's skill. Skill makes a big difference. Skill. Yeah. And do you think that guys tend to be more skilled when they're bigger or or not so big? Um, I don't know that it's the size. I think, like, better-looking guys in general usually don't have to have skills. Ah, better-looking guys. Because they get more action. Yeah. 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 Max? See, yeah. your good looks have served you served me well. so far. Yeah, now you so got to bone up on your skills. I got laid twice. <laughs> 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 See, they're giving me so. Okay, well, she's skirting around the issue a little bit. I mean, I, I guess you know you are the president of a condom company. You know, you have to kind of be even-handed about all the sizes. Yeah, I, but I really even the little that. finger size. <laughs> I don't think all vaginas are the same size either. So, you know. True. Yeah. But it's harder for us to measure ours, you know. Um, But, you know, one thing I know as being a sex therapist is that size may not matter to women, but it does matter to a lot of men, and that affects their performance. So, you know, it's an issue. a, A lot of men are very affected, you know, especially seeing porn that features a lot of big, Big, big dicks. Well, I have to tell you that we get a lot of phone calls. We have an 800 number that's been around for 20 years. And the people who come call us that are the most shy and embarrassed are the ones with big penises. The shyest are the ones with big penises. See, that's what I thought, you know, compensating. A they're lot. embarrassed to ask because we, you know, we try to fit them with the right condoms. And they're embarrassed to, to ask for that and to tell us the size. And if a guy is smaller, like, we haven't had any issues where someone calls in saying that they're so small and they're embarrassed about it. Really? Nobody's called in and said they're so small and they're embarrassed about it? No. Well, they tell me that all the time. Why is that? <laughs> Maybe they don't want to tell a condom company that. I don't know. That, that is... I mean, well, a lot of guys are, are just utterly humiliated, <laughs> mortified by... Yeah small stature of the penis. Uh, so, you know, or maybe I just get a lot of them because I am a sex therapist. I don't yeah. know what the statistics are, but, uh, but you know, and a, a lot of them do say that one of the pieces of evidence that they have a small one is that the condom falls off. Yeah. You know, so fit. If you yeah, can so find a condom that fits, then you'll be better off. Even though, you know, you might be getting a size, you know, junior or whatever. I mean, I don't know what you call <laughs> the, the little ones. fit. Like the top three sellers on our website overall are small 
condoms. They're the snug fit condoms. Really? Those are the yeah. top sellers because guys are yeah. embarrassed to wear them, to, to buy them in a pharmacy. That's Yeah, or, and I don't think a lot of the stores carry them because I go into a lot of stores and, you know, don't see those in the selection. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, okay, so now you, you, you're very good at this. So you decided one day I'm going to buy a condom company. Yeah. Right. What did you do before this? <laughs> oh, right. Let's talk about you. Before, well, uh, before I used to snowboard full time. And then I, had a, I started a company and we did baby leg warmers. And baby leg warmers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And grew that to, we had international distributors, and then I sold that company to one in New York, and I was kind of in between. So then I wrote a book and started a social media marketing company. We do training for companies. And so that's when Adam and I started talking. Ah, okay. And your book? Yeah, Ride Like a Penguin. Ride Like a Penguin. How does a penguin ride? It's fun. They have fun. Penguins have fun. I'm sure they do, those dirty little penguins. <laughs> well, penguins, uh, yeah, I mean, they they mate. I mean, they don't mate for life. That was sort of a, a misapprehension, but they do kind of get into this whole mating thing where they, they stick together for a while. And they lovey-dovey, very lovey-dovey. Ride like a penguin. So penguins ride kind of together. They're, they're lovey-dovey. Kind of. I don't know. How do penguins they, ride? They have fun. Like it, uh, tuxedos. They, they look yeah. like they're all wearing tuxedos. So uh, they, they, they ride like a penguin. So if I wanted to ride like a penguin, what would I do? Well, you'd be slipping and sliding all over the place, right? Ooh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> you'd be um, <laughs> using a lot of lube. <laughs> yeah. I love slipping and sliding. Okay, so speaking of... These double entendres. And, and so, uh, so oh, the now we're getting the salty waffle. Uh, well, you got to it first. Uh. Okay, I'm so glad you mentioned that phrase first because, yes, salty waffle. Now, tell us what that is the name of. Well, that's the name of the social media company. And after I started it, that definition that you're familiar with came up in the Urban Dictionary. Okay, after you started it. Yeah. So you started it just because you like waffles like with waffles and we lived on the beach so you know salty was sort of the attitude really you yeah. didn't know the the sexual <laughs> definition wait a second before we put it up on the screen i mean Hello. that i thought maybe you know you're just this really hip chick doing social media <laughs> why not attract some porn viewers you know <laughs> salty waffle so you're on the beach and your waffles get salty just with the air, and so you're going salty waffle. That's kind of cute. That just that's one of those cute little internet things. And then, who told you? How'd you find out what it means? Um, I don't know. It showed up in Urban Dictionary because yeah. we have Google alerts for it, so we get notified anything anybody says anytime anybody says salty waffle. So, so nobody called you up and said, "Oh, hey, lady, wanna, <laughs> I, I want to give you a salty waffle." Smile. <laughs> Okay, we got it. We got it. Do you know what a salty waffle is? I, I saw the pictures. Yes. You, okay. I saw pictures. Well, well, well our I, staff, I, when once they found <laughs> out what a salty waffle was, they had to, you know, of course, research that. They're very, very, you know, <clears throat> kind of investigative journalists here. 
And so, Salty Waffle, let's have the definition first of all, folks. Do we, do we have the definition, crew? Do you want to put that up on the screen? Having a girl smile before coming and then coming on her teeth so it fills in the gaps, similar to pouring batter in a waffle maker. Okay. Very good. Everyone's impressed with that. That's okay, and impressive. here we are looking at the waffle going in, and that was a quick shot. Can we see that waffle uh, thing but, again? Uh, oh, my God. She looks like she just brushed her teeth. Okay. Uh, that's a salty waffle. So, oh, my goddess. And you kept it, of course. You kept the name. I like the name. the name anyways. It's okay. Now, we were wondering, I mean, does... I mean, your teeth are very white. I, I mean, does cum have that kind of quality? Does it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, I mean, do people joke about it when they uh, get involved with your? No. And most people I, don't know what it means. I am. I have a dirty mind. Of course, I looked it up. All right. Most people don't know what it means, really. And most people don't know what it means. See, I th I always think people look things up, you know. You have a question, uh, uh, John. Let, let me give let me give him a microphone. Hi there. Hi. Hi. What part of BC are you in right now? Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, I have two sisters and a, and a, a cousin I live in Richmond, actually. Yeah. Uh, You're going to give out their address. Uh, <laughs> my question is this, and and this may be a very ignorant question, but is there such a thing as a condom for women? Yes. Oh, yes. Whoops. My condoms all fell out of my hat. Uh, okay, you tell us about the condoms for women, and then I'll give my opinion yes. while I fix my hat. Yeah. yeah, the condoms for women, they go inside and unroll on the inside. Um, they, yeah, well, yes, we do sell them. They're not the biggest sellers, but they do exist. They're awkward. I find them yeah. awkward, so, you know. Well, are they I like diaphragms? Yeah, a, a little bit like diaphragms, but more like a baggy, like kind of baggy-like. Yeah. Remember, Max, we tried yeah, one yeah, once. Yeah, they're like little baggies. Uh, yeah, we were yeah. doing a show about that, and so we tried. It was like kind of like fucking a trash bag a little bit. <laughs> you know, but a little more comfortable than that. Little, I mean, they're, they're, they're thinner. They're thinner. A little they, better. Yeah, a little better than a trash bag. But, you know, we didn't choose that for our Thank personal... It we like to try things, so I, yeah. I think uh, it's cool for that. Uh, we also have a question from our audience. How long can a condom stay in the wallet? What, as opposed to in the drawer? Is it different in the wallet because it's got the heat of your ass, or what? Why a wallet versus a drawer? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I don't know. It depends on what you're doing with it in your wallet and what it's exposed to expiration date and i mean you know i would think it would be a little bit different in uh vegas than it is in in washington dc washington dc right yeah right okay so uh okay so i also have another question are condoms for adult industry movies the same as regular consumer condoms which brings us to another issue which is measure b but I, I mean, I guess they're the same. They don't have special adult industry condoms, do they? No, I, so we don't know exactly who we're supplying at times, but by the volume of condoms and lube and kind of the selection, we can kind of guess um, when we're sending some things out. And they order the same variety as any, anybody else. 
maybe, maybe some more Magnums or the Directs Triple XL. Those are the biggest. Um, I would think they wouldn't order as many little ones. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah, probably not. Um, but it's usually the big, huge pump bottles that are like this big of lube that gives it away. <laughs> Magnums. Yeah. Uh, so wow. So um. So say if I wanted to buy them. Where would I find that? That's our, our engineer. By our way. engineer, Abe, is now asking if he wanted to buy Condomania condoms specifically. Yeah. Best thing to do is buy them online. You go yeah. to Condomania.com. Condomania.com. Oh, here we go. We're at Condomania.com right now. Look at this. This is all the stuff here. So let's just have a look at, at her favorite. Nicole's favorite is naked. Can we can we look up naked condoms here? Yeah. Since we don't have them, means we should get some. But uh, yes. we'll look them up online. Um, naked condoms, and uh, and yeah, I mean we're uh, we're we're all kind of talking about Measure B here in California, yeah. um, and of course we love condoms. We use them all the time, especially you know. Well, all the time. I mean, although sometimes we'll have people on the show that are like married couples having sex. So what are you going to do? Make them use a condom? Well, Measure B would do that. It would make people use a condom, even if they're married. Uh, so do you have a political stance on Measure B? or? I, I mean, condoms... So if they're married people making them and they're doing their home videos, I don't see why you would need to. But for, you know, I don't know, regular industry, I think condoms are a good thing to use. Um, especially when you look at the different times when there's been, you know, the problems with HIV and when that's gotten passed around. It gets far quick when condoms aren't being used. Well, I don't know if uh, tonight's the night to get seriously into this. I, uh, I, I'm not really going to comment on this. Uh, a lot of people die skiing, so I don't know. And, uh, I mean, some <laughs> they, of the companies, hit, hit that, like, for instance, uh, uh, Wicked, they use condoms no, all, the time. all the time. They they use condoms all the time, but they are against Measure B because Measure B, uh, first of all, the... The ramifications of it are unclear, and it could require um, barriers for any kind of fluid transmission, such as kissing or cunnilingus for dental dams. Um, yeah. Do you sell dental dams? Yeah, we sell a lot of dental dams. You sell a lot. Wow. wow. Send me one or two or three. <laughs> All right. We'll I have some lesbians here. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, I, I, I guess I tried one once. It was very thick, but that was years ago. Maybe they make them thinner now. But, uh, you know, barriers, we're, I mean, we're, we're all for barriers, but I guess I'm not sure that, um, that I would want to have the government regulating barriers like that for, for yeah. a whole industry. And, of course, yeah. it goes beyond the industry because it's, at this point, porn is beyond an industry because it's true. Couples do do it in their homes and people do it everywhere now. They, they make clips, they make selfie videos. You know, yeah. so um, technically, with Measure B, well, here, they're here's, subject here's to that I, that being I, busted. Here's something that I find very interesting. Um, having known uh, Dr. What's his name from Lifestyles? McGinley. Uh, Bob McGinley. McGinley. I, and I went to the first, for, uh, I covered the first Lifestyle convention over 50 years ago, where there were like, I think, 20 couples. 
in the lifestyle, uh, there's hardly, almost unheard of, that people get this, right? Uh, the swingers yeah. in the lifestyle. Well, yeah. I mean, I they. Mean, it's, and we're talking about thousands of people fucking other people. A lot more of them use condoms now, though. Well, yeah, because now, it's it's become bigger. It used to be that swinging went on within a, a basically a small community of people that all kind of knew each other, and even that is no guarantee of anything. But so it's the a, porn stars, <laughs> right? Well, porn stars all get tested. See, right, that's right. the other thing. I mean, swingers aren't always getting tested. Porn stars are. Uh, they're they're required to get tested to be on these shoots. So you know that does a pretty good job, um, but nothing's perfect, nothing's perfect. Uh, you know, and it's, it, there's a lot of gray area there. Anyway. I do agree with you that it's not necessarily the law, the law's place to regulate that, you know? Yeah, you know, I think that kind of uh, gets in the freedom of expression territory, gets a, gets freedom a, of speech. Gets a little icky when... <laughs> <laughs> when you're having sex Sucks. on set and then you've got like Someone, the police come in yeah, to check to see if you're wearing a condom. I'm not sure how they're doing that exactly. How they're, they're, they're checking. They're actually not because they just don't have the uh, the manpower, the female power to go to every shoot. Although there's hardly any shoots now in in, uh, in California and Los Angeles. Uh there's hardly any shoots now right. that are registered. That are registered, of course. <laughs> you know, and that's another thing is when you, you go regulation crazy, it just drives a lot of people underground and, and to other places. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, condoms are definitely, certainly the way to go when it comes to dating. That yeah. is, is, I mean, For I sure. think a lot of porn stars also say, and it, this is the problem if there is, you know, where there's a problem in porn, it's mainly when the porn stars themselves are dating outside of the industry, you know, because if they're just having sex within the industry, they're all tested. It's all A-OK. But, you know, these days, they but, don't but they're only having have sex, sex with a lot of people outside who may be carrying some kind of, you know. Well, they do, including, you know, clients sometimes. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then they're supposed to always wear condoms for that, and they should, and 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 we hope they do. But you know, it's it's hard it's hard to police people's sexuality, and and maybe we shouldn't. But we should encourage people to wear condoms by example, mm. <laughs> and by how tasty they are, oh <laughs> and by putting putting more um, more funding into making better condoms. You know, I, I think that's very important. We had a guest on here, a professor, who wrote a wonderful editorial about, you know, how, uh, how much more um, of our research dollars should be going into research to find different types of condoms that people would find more comfortable. Because, yeah, people do find them uncomfortable or they're allergic to certain kinds. Yes. And do you know about the Gates Foundation? They they put out a $100,000 uh, prize to someone who can come up with a condom that feels better than sex with without a condom. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> better than sex. That would have to be Yeah, chocolate. better than sex yeah. without a condom. Ah, well, that, better. you know, condomania should get right on top of that somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 
you should uh, maybe hold a contest yourself. I, I, I mean, this is important stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean that people complain a lot that condoms are uncomfortable, and there's got to be ways to make them more comfortable. <clears throat> well, I, I, should I? <laughs> Let me reveal a little secret from when I was a young man, <clears throat> a long time ago, and I used to wear condoms for various reasons, mm. and, and depending on where I was in the world, mm. and I'm I was just very young. Suck on my island but punch. It was it was very popular? At the time, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna show you now. <laughs> My what was very popular at the time was um, sheepskin. Yeah, it was great. It, it felt like you were fucking a sheep. <laughs> 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 it felt very very natural. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I remember when you and I were first a, together. A little sloppy. But we were using sheepskin sometimes. Yeah, it was fun. Right. They were kind of. They are a little sloppy. Yeah, you certainly don't need any lubricant with them. <laughs> but they were. But they were very natural. I mean, I, I really. Uh, I thought they were fine. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're. Um, they're. Are they really made from sheepskin? Yeah. Are sheepskin yeah. really made from sheep intestines? Yes. Yeah. They are, and they still make them. They certainly don't have the shelf life. Um. Yeah, they make them. There's only one brand that really sells them anymore. Oh, yeah. really? Interesting. Yeah. And who do they sell those to? Uh, usually it's the hypoallergenic, allergic people, you know. Right. And, and, and it's not, get them. it doesn't prevent the transmission of HIV. Yeah. And they're also supposed to be about the closest thing to a female um <clears throat> Uh, vagina that there is a and, female vagina, yeah, and as that's opposed and, to a male and, vagina, and, and, and that's why sheep herders, and I forget what state it is, it's against the law to have sex with with sheep while you're out there I'll in the middle. Wyoming. Pardon me. That's probably Wyoming. Yeah, maybe I think you know you're sitting out there all by yourself. There's nobody around except all these cute little sheep, <laughs> and what do you do? You know. Anyway, so it's against the law. Don't be don't be messing with the little sheep. Don't be messing with the little sheep. I have another question, sure. and that is: Do you do you think when women go out on a date, they should have a little supply in their purse of condoms? Um, a supply in their purse. I suppose it depends what their intention on going out is. Like, are they going to have sex while they're out? Well, yeah, maybe. Well, in, in, in case well, it leads to sex. Have them at home. And he doesn't have any with him. But on the other hand, uh, it, it, she's going to look a little forward when she produces one from her purse, isn't she? You know, if you want to get some, you should have some condoms. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't think it's a, it's a I mean, I, I don't think it's quite approved by conservatives, but I, not a bad idea. I know. Have, you know. When I was single, I used to think I wasn't going to have sex when I'd go out. And then sometimes, you know, plans change. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think you should always have condoms in your purse. And guys should always have condoms in their wallet. Always. I mean, yeah. you know. And it's good for business, let's face it. Yeah, it's good for <laughs> Well, that's true, too. I also think you should always have a vibrator in your glove comp- compartment, just in case you get bored. Ah. <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> or at the border lineup. <laughs> right. Oh, here's my salty waffles. Uh, oh no. Salty waffles. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know what they were. I mean, you seem so savvy. Uh 
But that just makes you adorable. <laughs> she's right. very, she's very cute. I'd now buy, she's going to get a bunch of fans who who are who, who are her fans because <laughs> of the name Salty right. Waffle, and they're going to come from me. You have stuff all over. <laughs> drink all over your microphone. I have drink on my microphone. Yes. Okay, that's because they filled it up too, too high. high. Can I? Okay, so don't take a picture with drink on the microphone. <laughs> Could I have a napkin? Because. Yeah. Ah, yes, perhaps they shouldn't have filled it up so high. Perhaps we need a condom for the drink. Mm. All right, so uh, so now, what does Salty Waffle do? Uh, we train companies how to do social media. How to do social media. So what's yep. your philosophy of social media? Uh, it should be done in-house and be very personal. In-house, like yeah. in, in your house, not in an office. Well, inside the company that wants to have it done and not outsource, not sent to another country, but have somebody really inside the company doing it. Somebody in in the company as opposed to somebody in Bangalore. or Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Well, um, okay. So then how come you're not following me on Twitter? I believe I am. Oh, okay. Then you just followed me. Okay. <laughs> I have some different handles. Oh, different handles. So you have different identities? Yeah, I have different business and personal. Yeah. Wow. So is Condomania like your kinkiest business? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Except Salty Waffle is a kinkier name. Yeah. And I guess that could be, that could be a kinkier business. It, it would probably make it a little more fun. Mm. Blood oranges. <laughs> Stiff drink. That's what's in the drink. Right. You can tell I like all sizes of penises. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So uh, what other question? Okay. So we never came up. Um, there was a couple other states I need to know. Uh, Florida. Florida. Let me see. Florida was not very high on the list. Let me pull that back up. Florida's not very high on the list. Is that the Cubans bringing it down? Or <laughs> I don't want to get ethnic. I mean, what's going on in Florida? Or maybe that's, I mean, because Florida is like the place, like the secondary porn industry. It's, six, it's 16. 16. So it's that's, not Hey, you know, that's, that's respectable. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of other, a lot of old people there. What's num <laughs> what's number two right now? Uh, number two is Rhode Island. Rhode Island. See, that's weird. Do you know that Rhode Island is also the the? Uh, or maybe it's not weird. It's kind of like the little guy with yeah. the big dick. You know, Rhode Island's the littlest yeah. state. But, but Rhode Island is the most godless state now. It's number one. That's because they've got such big dicks. They don't need to worship God. <laughs> People no, I, worship I, I their dicks. I just read that. I just read that. They're, uh -huh. they're like. Number number one, which is no. very interesting because it's very Catholic. But I would like to know statistically. I mean, there. there's a lot of statistics I'd like to know in relation to penis size, and I mean the racial part. All right, sure, it, that would be interesting to know because there is the stereotype. There's definitely yeah. the stereotype. Do you know, have any information about that? Is there anything to the idea that? African men have bigger dicks, and I guess uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be. 
I, I, politically incorrect, but there is a stereotype. And I, I know one thing. <clears throat> when I've seen dicks and I've seen my share, I'm always seeing people that go against the stereotype. But it's a very um, personal view, I guess, that I have. <laughs> so I'm wondering if there's statistics that show that there is an ethnic uh, relationship with penis size. Yeah, so there is... And it doesn't necessarily have to do with the color of the skin um, because it's different with, like, North Africa would be different than South Africa, the countries. And different countries would be different. North Africa would be different than South Africa. Now, that wouldn't have anything to do with the idea that the South Africans might be white? I mean, what? Oh, well, no. Um, even the black guys. Because if you look at a country like Ethiopia. Okay compared to a South African country, and a lot of it has to do with the, just the size of the people in general. The size, so the bigger people have bigger dicks? That doesn't always stack up that way. No. That's why you got Rhode Island with the big one. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so, well, do you know who's got the biggest dicks in Africa? In Africa? Why are we, well, no, no. I don't. Gotta get this I'm sure that we could probably contact the Gates Foundation and they could give us a clue. <laughs> I would love to know. I would also love to know, you know, Democrats, Republicans, you know, or um, I don't uh, know. We, actually, that's something that's going to be coming out. We've done that re report before. You have? Who? Yes. Okay. Who's bigger, Democrats, Republicans? Um, I believe that... Better get this right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Democrats last time. Democrats, yeah. Oh, that's so right. Or I should say, yeah. Mac versus PC. Mac versus PC, okay. Yes. So I'm who would you think is bigger? Well, I'd like to think PC. Because I use a PC. <laughs> I know, Mac is much more artsy. So those guys have little dicks. They're trying to prove something. I don't know. Who's bigger? But usually it's Macs and I. Oh. As opposed to Android and PC, both of them. We look at all the mobile devices and see. And iPads, though, um, iPads tend to be smaller. Ah, that's right. It's more of a mix. Samsung. I got a bigger dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. But that'll be the next report that comes out is uh, by browser and by device. By browser and by device. Yeah, that's pretty easy for you to... Yeah. to come up with, right. Might be not so easy to come up with, like, Democrat or Republican. Although, I don't know, people might well, answer that. We kind of look at it by state, too. By state, okay. Red states and blue states. Ah, right. So Rhode Island's a blue state, I guess. And uh, now North Dakota would be a red state, right? And what's number three? Because uh, Rhode South Dakota. What what's with the, the the Dakotas? They just hit it this year. Wow! So that that's not the case every year. There's no pa is there a pattern to uh, that'll have it, this isn't a relatively new thing that we've been doing. So it'll we'll find out. Right. Wow. Interesting. So do you publish these results on your site? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, so we can you know we can check it out. And yes, I mean, eventually, if it gets po popular enough, maybe it'll break down by neighborhoods, yeah. like west side <laughs> of L.A. and, uh, you know, downtown awesome. and uh, the beach. Right. Yeah. The, the list, if you do a search for penis size by state, it'll come up on Time's website, like Time magazine. 
and Huffington Post covered it in a bunch of. Okay, I think we're going to take a little break, and we'll uh, we'll we'll come back. So uh, so don't go away, and don't come yet. You know, you can straighten out your condom. You know, break it open. Get ready. Mm, take a suck. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to hang up and we're going to call you back. Religious right sexual now. abuse? Has your sex life been hurt, warped, or excessively repressed by a strict religious anti sex upbringing? Are you concerned that an unhealthy fundamentalist or orthodox environment is distorting or destroying your sexuality, your marriage, or your life in general? The Dr. Susan Block Institute specializes in treating victims of religious sexual abuse. For information about our telephone sex therapy services, call 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497. That's 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497. You won't go to hell for it, but you just might feel a lot better. Microphone. You're listening to Radio Susie One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Uh, I'm Dr. Susan Block broadcasting live from Bonoboville on drsusie.tv. And uh, I'm here in studio with Max and John, and I'm talking to Nicole Donnelly, who is the president of Condomania, and we love condoms. We have a lot of them. We're here at our new place. It's kind of a new place here in Bonoboville. It's, it's a new place. All yeah. right. And, uh, and we're creating um, just this wonderful Bonoboville here in West L.A., as well as on the Internet. Right. Yeah, our new place, uh, our new little Bonoboville, is eight thousand square feet, with twenty-one uh, rooms that are being refurbished, and uh, it's right near the airport, and it's a lot of fun. And so there we are in terra firma here in yes. uh, West Los Angeles, and we're also on the internet. And on the internet. I think you can join now. Uh, actually, we're in uh, beta, 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 but you can join. It's uh, called Bonoboville.com. It's not your mother's Facebook. Uh, we, you, can, you can go to the beach here, Bonoboville, and leave your 12 million friends behind because <laughs> they're useless anyway. Okay? So all really uh, Facebook needs those friends for is to sell them stuff. Mm. So in Bonoboville, that can't happen. In Bonoboville, it's very private, very quiet. And you can have only real, real, really real friends. And your mom and dad can't be on there. Neither can your little fucking sister. Ooh. Well, I don't know. I might want to have your fucking sister. <laughs> that might be fun. Yeah. So we, we are starting our own social media site. It's and it is beta. Launching. You can go into it right now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a little crazy. But we have and it's some inspired <clears throat> by the bonobo chimpanzees. Jeez. 
who swing from the trees. They are the make love, not war chimpanzees. They swing from the trees as well as with each other. And, of course, uh, a portion of the proceeds, if we get any proceeds, and we haven't gotten proceeds from Bonoboville yet, but uh, once we do, yeah, Yeah. just like a lot of our work is earmarked, parts of it are earmarked for adopting bonobos and for helping to establish the bonobo peace forest in the Congo to to help uh, keep the bonobos from going extinct. That's, uh, That's a big objective of Bonoboville. And Bonoboville has some uh, very interesting things. You can live in in different areas. You can live at the beach. You can live in the high-rise. You can live downtown. Um, And it is basically pretty much by invitation. Now, if if you can't make it, we have a bribery department, (laughs) which most places don't have. And you can go and pay a bribe to someone, and then we let you in. All right. And, And we have jail. We yeah, have, we have jail. Uh, we have a court system. Court. And people's court. Uh, we have a people's court. And, um, Bonobo court. Yeah. So we have a lot of fun stuff that uh, other places don't have, and uh, including uh, you won't have 12 million friends. And the marketplace of possibilities. And shopping and et cetera, Shopping et without borders. Yeah. <laughs> shopping without borders, right. <laughs> so, okay. Radio without boundaries. <laughs> So, speaking of radio and social media, we have a social media maven, uh, expert. Uh, maybe we should pick her brain about social media. Uh. Nicole Donnelly. And she's also president of Condomania. And here Nic- she- Nicole, are you, are you Canadian, American? Are you- she's Canadian. Uh, I'm American. I was born in Southern California. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. That's why she's blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, are you Irish as well? Yes. Yep. I am. I've got... McGarvey on my grandma's side. Uh-huh. So do you advise people that are starting their own social media? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We need go. advice. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting our own social media. I mean, we keep starting it. We've been starting it for a few years now. But we're actually starting it now. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's inspired by the bonobo chimpanzees who make love, not war. Do you know who they are? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and of course it's uh, it's our new um, community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do we need to watch out for? What do we need to do? <laughs> need to watch that's out a, for Facebook a, buying you. That's a big question. I mean, I don't know. You guys, you have certain parameters around the community, and it's pretty private, right? It's pretty private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just started. Yeah. There's different yeah. levels, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's different levels. For example, it, it, we believe, first of all, that the rich should support the poor. So um, there, there's different levels. For example, if you want to live in the high-rises, that's about $2,500 a year just to start with. But you do get a key to the city and to the actual physical place. That $2,500 helps to pay for the poor, who live in the ghetto. And therefore, if you live in the ghetto, you get some support from the rich. Because, you know, I'm an old monarchist from Europe. So I always believe that the rich should pay for the poor, should yeah. always take care, of the, take care of the poor. So the Bonoboville is kind of based on that. And um, um, so th- there's all these l- different levels of, of Bonoboville. If you live at the beach, it's going to cost you so much per year. On the other hand, you can join for free. 
you know, and have uh, many of the benefits um, of, uh, of Bonoboville. And you could uh, buy each other condoms yeah. or anything. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you can send you each can other, send each other gifts. real-time gifts, I mean real gifts. You can also, uh, it's, it'll be probably one of the few uh, social media sites that I know of that uh, is uh, open 24 hours a day with tech support, with help. So you can call us from anywhere in the world because we're open anyway 24 hours a day and, yeah. and talk to a human being. Okay, so that's a little. So, so if we were going to consult with you about how to be successful, I mean, what what would you help us do? Or, well, I think the most exciting thing that you have is the sort of content that people will have access to and the environment that they have access to. So, as much as you can kind of give people a sneak peek on the outside to what's going to happen on the inside, you'll get you'll get people interested. Of course. Excellent. And that's Sweet why, peaks. yeah, actually, the front page now has 21 doors. And if you open the doors, it will take you to various places that you might find inside of Bonoboville. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be shown in, in videotapes and clips and, and just various things. So um, uh, the doors are the entryway uh, breaking through to the other side. We're big doors fans. So what do you think is the future of social media? Um, kind of more of the same. There's, there will be more diverse, more niche social niche. sites like niche. this one. Yeah. Yeah, more niche social sites. Um, there's still going to be the big ones where people, you know, can get together with all their friends, but certainly there's a market for these. And the great thing is, if you advertise this stuff on Facebook, you can pull people off of there into your site that, you know, have very particular things listed that you know, you know, with those words, you know they'll be interested in what you have. Advertise on Facebook. You recommend that? Yeah, it's super inexpensive. It's really, really cheap to advertise there. And you can get your exact customers. So, like 50 bucks goes a long ways on Facebook. (laughs) Did, well, you, did you see their stock shot up 20% when they announced with the new advertising policy and their earnings just came out? Apparently, they're doing very well with their advertising. Oh. They're doing terrible with their membership, though. Mm. <laughs> it keeps declining and well, declining. Well, we're just very frustrated by Facebook. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, it's like being frustrated with City Hall, I know, but um, I just find them totally frustrating, confusing, and, uh, and also very, uh, you know, uh, very sanctimonious. And, and they, <laughs> shut, they yeah. sh- shut down my fan page of 10,000 fans uh, because some things were a little bit too well, erotic. You know, here's my, here's my problem as a publisher for 40 years. Years ago, if something was found, if somebody accused you of being obscene, there was a court, there was a jury, there was a judge, and they decided this is corporate censorship at its highest and most fascistic levels. You're basically you're basically a farm worker who goes in there. Sharecropper. Yeah, sharecropper. Make a ton of money for them. I mean, tons, as you just pointed out, John. Tons of money. And then when you're not needed anymore or when you offend someone, 
by the way, maybe you have to offend five people becomes the judge and the jury of what perhaps is a, a wonderful picture or a wonderful essay or a wonderful something. If, if a few people are offended, sharecropper, <laughs> fuck you, see you later. You're, yeah. you're cut off from your stuff. And that is the taking over of our individual lives by corporate America. And corporate America now is the judge and jury. There is no government. The government is just uh, kind of a silly thing that we have <laughs> in Washington, D.C., and with guys running around with big dicks now. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of hookers. <clears throat> and lots of hookers. Uh, arguing with each other, fighting with each other. Well, yeah, it's the multinational corporations, and, of course, Facebook <clears throat> is now one of the biggest. Right. And, and, and so they, they're controlling our communications with each other. Yeah. And they also bought Twitter now. So Twitter is now... Which, Facebook bought Twitter? Yeah, it was Twitter. Ah! Was it Twitter that oh, they just bought? Oh, I feel bad. No, yeah. no, no, I think they didn't. I think they bought Instagram, which is just as well. I don't yeah, know I think that was Instagram. It was Instagram. Oh, Instagram. They didn't okay. buy Twitter, thank God. You know, no, but Twitter is the only place that I feel like you can, you know, it's it's very but uh, but as soon open. as as soon as corporate America gets a hold of it, it's like a circumcision. It's mm. over with. Yeah, yeah, it's and that's true. why that's why Bonoboville is different. This is you're investing. You're not only investing in the place. You're also getting, by the way, shares into the company, depending on what level. Uh, where you want to live and so forth. So oh, they're worthless. They're totally worthless at shares. At the moment. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we will make them worth a lot of money. I'm, 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 I'm very oh, excited about it. There are the doors it. going up. There's the doors yeah. going up and we're, down. We're yeah, building I these see doors. the doors. I would think, I don't know, I'd want to see some little sexier doors. Wait, the doors are going <laughs> to well, get sexier. Yeah. Once you they're going to be sexy. Once you open the door, see, we don't want to offend anybody either. But one of the deals is that if you want to show your wonderfully dirty, uh, sexy, uh, salty waffles, let's say, uh, <laughs> then you can share in the income of showing them. So it's not like you can just go look at people's pictures. You you have to pay to look. And, uh, yeah. you know, so that, that people actually share in the adventure and the venture. Uh, and everybody gets something out of it. Susie, is there a, a Bonobo colony down at the L.A. Zoo that one can go you down and watch? You say Bonobo, I say Bonobo. Bonobo. And I believe it is Bonobo because Claudine Andre also says Bonobo. Uh, so what was the question? The question is, is there a colony down at the L.A. Yes. Zoo? Yes, 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 of course. That's my, my friends down there. That's my extended family, Lana and Junior, and a whole bunch of Bonobos are down there at the San Diego Zoo. Uh, on the but side no of the are yeah. they? Uh, you can see them have sex if you get there at their, you know, just the right time, like late afternoon, oh, on a nice really? day, uh, when they're eating, it, it, at, at meal time, not your meal time, their meal time. Uh, that is the best time. Although it is kind of a good idea to eat something in front of them because that makes them want to eat and then that makes them want to have sex. <laughs> And, and really? are they well looked after? Do they have a... a, a, a you know, as far as, I mean, is it a nice jail? Yeah. They it's, have, it's, well, they have the largest they space. They do have the largest the space Zoo. in yeah. the San Diego Zoo. They have a better space than the gorillas or the orangutans. You know, they, they do have a nice space. Well, that's in San Diego, but in the L.A. Zoo, Los Angeles Zoo. Oh, oh no, 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 no. There are no bonobos at the L.A. Zoo. No, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. There are, I believe there are common chimps, but no bonobos. Oh, I thought you meant San Diego Zoo. No, no. San Diego, yes. 
L.A., no. Hmm. And it's just as well because the L.A. zoo is kind of sad. Hmm. I, uh, the San Diego Zoo is much, much better run. Um, and they have more animals. And, <coughs> and they have the wild animal park where some bonobos are right, also. Right. So they, they have a better uh, environment. environment for them. And they can take care of them better. <laughs> Yay to the San Diego Zoo. Uh, but, uh, but, of course, the best place for bonobos to be is in the wild. Except they're getting shot at right now a lot. You know, poached, hunted. It's terrible. Terrible. So, uh, niche, niche. Niche, niche, niche. What's niche. your niche? Do you have a favorite social media site besides Facebook? Uh, besides Facebook? Honestly, I'm quite the Facebooker and I'm very open there. You're very open. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I have communications there because that's where, that's where everybody hangs out. Mm. A lot um, of people there. And we haven't gotten shut down on Condomania yet, but we, um, on our Facebook page, I like, so we're doing a fetish series and writing articles, um, covering fetish we, from the fetish dictionary, you know, A to Z and writing how to articles. And that's kind of where I've been having some fun researching all of that too. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't be a problem. Now, Facebook, although they do sometimes get into verbal content, it's more about pictures. But I think yeah. they'll they'll let you have pictures like this. That's fine. Uh, yeah. I I think I had one picture that had this wonderful naked woman who was covering her boobs with two drinks, and they were large drinks, but you know they <laughs> weren't large enough, I guess. I, I mean, they they really did cover her boobs. Um, anyway, uh, it's uh, so. Do you see a time to pretty much? Uh, there'll be people have their own social medias like their own websites and their own, and just have groups of people? Well, like Huffington Post has their own social media. Like, well, I'm, uh, I'm talking I, about a smaller scale, like uh, our friend uh, Sarah, who has 400,000 uh, kids. Oh, uh, on Mellow. Yeah, on Mellow Dramatic, and uh, 4, 400,000 kids. And, uh, and it's basically a pay-per-view, a pay, a pay site. And but they ch she charges very little. She charges. I but think, she hasn't updated in a while. Four ninety five <laughs> or something. Yeah, there's tons of those communities. There are a lot of communities that are um, private paid communities. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And those people have to find each other somehow, and usually that's through a more popular social network, and it kind of gets filtered down. Like your uh, the Bonoboville would be suited for Reddit. Also, Reddit. I don't know if you guys have gone on Reddit. We did a, um, we had people ask us sex questions on Reddit, and immediately we were, you know, number one on the site. And from getting an article up on Reddit, you could probably get like 40,000 people to come to your site pretty quickly. It needs to be authentic, a really good authentic conversation. But like Dr. Susie, you could have, you could host, and have people ask you questions on Reddit. Um, within the first hour, I think we had over 600 questions. Wow. Wow. I don't, I don't even do anything on Reddit. Do we do anything on Reddit? I don't no. think so. Okay. Well, that's well, interesting. Start reading, we'll start, look at so have somebody start looking at all the conversations about sex on Reddit. There's tons. There are tons of conversations about sex everywhere, but, you yeah. know, sure, Reddit. 
Well, well you can get we'll they're active on that community, so you can get them into your community as well if you can provide more value. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I, I what, what do you think of this site, Pinterest? Have you been on that? Yeah, Pinterest is the fastest growing social network site right now. And why do you think that is? It's because it's so visual. Um, as compared to Facebook, it's more visual, right? It's just, it's mostly pictures that people have. And that's why Instagram is super hot too. Okay. And what's the difference between Pinterest and Instagram? Um, Instagram would be like just all of my photos coming out in a feed. Pinterest is your, it's like making a board on your wall where you just pin things and you can have a collection of photos um, on one wall. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so you're a social media expert and you're a single mom. So yeah. do you have any dating advice for single moms? Uh, dating advice for single moms? Well, you can look for the cute dads at the school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at the gym. And always keep uh, condoms I don't know. I in your purse. Lot. I'm pretty active. I cycle. And so from road biking, there's way more guys than girls that do that and you get to see what you get to see their package right away mm. oh right <laughs> when they're in their tight spandex bicycle. right like they're in their outfits all tight and you know exactly what you're getting tight bicycle shorts see she does care about the, the package <laughs> right right okay that's very a very good. funny scene <laughs> you're is. bicycling and the chick's like Okay, look at that package. Yeah, because there's lots of cycling groups or running groups, you know, <laughs> and so if you participate in those, there's always more guys, and you know, like, you kind of know what they look like right away. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. There you have well, it. Well, you're just uh, a fount of, uh, yeah. of erotic information, you a know. A lot of fun. <laughs> And stuff, and uh, and congratulations on becoming president of uh, of Condomania, which is Thank one you. of our we love Condomania. I mean, we always have Condomania condoms and lube. Oh my God, um, I think for how many years? For just years and years. years I, I mean, years. Um, maybe since two thousand one, two, something like that. So long time, and uh, and yeah, we don't have condoms sitting around from that time though. Yeah, no. make sure <laughs> you check your expiration date. Okay, don't. Uh, I mean, the expiration date is important, and yeah, I would think it would expire a little faster if it's been sitting in your pants uh, in the sun, than um, than maybe in your drawer. You know. Uh, and we're going to send you some naked condoms. The oh. packaging is super sexy. Like, it's gorgeous. You'll absolutely oh, love it. Oh, I can't wait. Naked condoms. We've got it right now on the uh, the screen. Naked condom six-pack. And uh, it looks very scientific. All these different parts. Triple they do, but tested. in person, it just, they feel good. The packaging feels good. It feels different than any other condom packaging, and you pull it out like a drawer. It's very. But do they know, taste? It's my favorite. Taste is good. Mm. <laughs> and and do you, do you run the company on a day to day basis? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Mm. All right. Well, um, we're we're gonna say thank you so thank much, you so Nicole, much, for joining us. 
We, uh, we really learned a lot that. about social media and condoms. Not too much about the salty waffles, though. Mm. Somehow I thought uh, we'd learn more about that. But um, we can <laughs> find out a lot about that on the Internet. Ooh, yeah, we also have her site uh, if you want to check it out. Oh, let's look at her site for yeah. a sec. I'm a bit, you know, we, there's some waffles on there. There it is, salty waffles. Salty waffles. Uh-huh. New chocolate recipe uh, just for fun. Okay, raw <laughs> chocolate. Okay, that. I think salty waffle would be more um, salted vanilla, really, than yeah. chocolate. Um, social media checklist and paca pacante Twitter mess. Okay, all kinds of stuff. Okay, and uh, right, there you go. There you go. Saltywaffle.com. Condomania. And condomania.com. And uh, Nicole Donnelly. Yeah. Thank you very much. And if you're out there cycling early in the morning, right. and you see this show hot off your package looking at you. <laughs> out there in Vancouver, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, you know, you know you'll get the finest condoms in the world. Along, yeah, with everything else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank and you. And we'll talk to you again soon, we hope. You take care. Good luck. Right, thank you. Good luck. Keep Bye, things Nicole. Bye. latex. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. There she goes, Nicole Donnelly of Condomania. She was fun. Quite the entrepreneur <coughs> and <coughs> social media maven. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she had that, that smile, that salty uh, waffle <coughs> smile. I thought so, yeah. She didn't, you know, she's innocent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... So John Clark is here, and uh, and Hello, we're just going to take a, a few Hello. minutes. Hello, John Clark, of course, was a good friend of uh, our old friend Al can, Goldstein. Can we, uh, can we get until, the other uh, until he yeah, wasn't uh, Cam going, please? So, uh, whoops. So you guys want to get closer to each other? So no, just you move the camera around. Okay, here we go. Um, so they're they're the oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 two two old captains. Uh, <laughs> Come around here. All right. Oh man. So uh, so we've been saying goodbye to Al Goldstein. Um, actually, we've said it a few times. Here's Al with Pendulette. <laughs> Giving the finger. There he is towards the end. Um, and uh, and you introduced me to Al Goldstein. You and Tony Grant, Doctor Tony Grant. Oh, oh, we did? I don't even remember that. Oh, I totally, well, first of all, Dr. Tony Grant uh, called me up when I wrote an article for the LA Weekly called The Plight of the Post-Liberated Woman. And she told me that she wanted me to write her book. And as a reference, she told me to talk to you. Uh And that's when we got together and... uh, you know, between her, between your reference and Random House's advance, I said, yeah, okay. And then, you know, things fell apart towards the end. But uh, <laughs> uh, but the book got written, and it was a bestseller, and uh, many thanks to myself. Oh, look at this wonderful light-up thing here. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah, so um, you and Tony, one night, took me out and introduced me to Al Goldstein. Ah, where did we go? I don't know, somewhere like Spago, something like that. Really? I don't know. May, I don't remember where we went, but uh-huh, I just uh-huh. remember we went out, and I remember we then went out with Ron Jeremy, yeah. who at that time would fall asleep at dinner. So um, At that time was what? At, he fell asleep. <laughs> well, he still does, actually. He takes naps. Very, he takes power naps in the middle of dinner. 
which uh, helps him to Ronnie does, stay yeah, sharp. Yeah. yeah. Well, but uh, Al Goldstein. Al Goldstein is the one who left us, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Here he is in a picture taken by Annie Sprinkle <laughs> with the flag wrapped around him. And here's a cover of Screw Magazine. Another cover of Screw Magazine. So any final words to Al? I'll tell you something about those Screw Magazines. When I first got to know him, and I, I, I loved the guy. I did. We, we fell out eventually, but uh, mm. I, I adore him. I thought he was wonderful. And uh, he introduced me around his office at the Screw Magazine headquarters in New York. And then he, he said he wanted to give me the first ed- a copy of the first edition of Screw, but he couldn't find one. Uh, he said, oh, yes, they've all gone, but I've got the second, ed- the second one that came out. So I had that. And then I had a guest subscription when I moved to California, and it came regularly every week in the yes. mail. And I had we had a, one too. Oh, well, there you go. I had this huge pile. And guess what? When I left my house in Topanga Canyon, I threw them all away. Oh. Can you imagine today they would be worth something? We have a big pile of them. I don't know where they are. Though. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do. We you have still, a big pile of them. Yeah, somewhere. we still have a pile. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Well, I bet you they were. We didn't throw them away. We have, have various piles. Yeah, we have piles yeah. of his magazines and Screw magazines. We yeah. have lots of piles of magazines. Right, right, right. So, right. Um, so yeah. So uh, you knew them when they were going out, Dr. Tony and Al Goldstein. Oh, I introduced them. That's right. Uh, I remember it so well. Uh, the the uh, what's that theater on Wilshire Boulevard? Uh, that begins with W. The, it's like a concert the, the hall. Wilton? The, the Wilton. Wilton. The Wilton. No, not the no, Wilton. no. It's like a concert hall. But anyway, uh, uh, there was this girl appearing, doing her one-woman show, and she was gaining quite a reputation. And um, Al called me from New York and said, "I'm coming into L.A. Can you find a date for me?" So my wife, that was Lynn Redgrave, uh, and I said, we, we, we got a little mischievous. We said, I know what, let's call Tony and introduce her and, and we'll set Tony up as his date for the night. <laughs> and so uh, Al arrived in this copy of some, an old Bugatti car or something in the parking lot. Right. Oh, or was it his Excalibur? Well, he wasn't living here at the time, I know that. But anyway, but guess who the one-woman show was? Totally unknown, but getting a reputation? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, wow, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, so there we were watching Whoopi Goldberg do this wonderful, wonderful show. I remember that show, actually. I think I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we left uh, Tony, who was always... I like Tony for the fact that she was curious. Yes. She had no side, as we say in England, no side to her at all. She was curious. And she said, I always wanted to meet a pornographer. Well, she not only met Al, Al moved into her house. He yes, moved. they became lovers and, <laughs> and very close for about nine months. They were. Oh, my they God. Were. Yeah. And, um, but he didn't and they had sex on the pool table at the Playboy Mansion. That's right. That's true. But oh, you know that's true? Because, I mean, I only heard that. Actually, I heard that from both of them. They yeah. both told oh, me yeah, they had yeah, sex yeah. on them. But he, he could be an immensely <coughs> cruel man if he didn't get his way and things Oh, yeah, he would. Oh, he could be nasty. Totally nasty. Nasty, very nasty. <coughs> well, one day Tony said to him, he, uh, he w- she would invite friends to her house and there'd be dinners. And yes. I Lynn and I went to a dinner at Tony's uh, house one day and it was, it was black tie you know, butlers and mm. stuff like that. And there's Al sitting at the head of the table wearing old 
jeans and stuff like that while everybody else was in a black tie because Tony insisted on it. And he fell asleep. And I, I wish I could remember all the names of these, of these very well-known people at this dinner party. <laughs> he fell asleep, proudly put his feet up on the table and snored. And she finally... Yes. Well, he did that and Ron did that. Both of them had that in common, the really? falling asleep at dinner thing. Well, finally, uh, uh, Tony said to him, you know what? She said, I, when, when your friends come, I try to treat them well. But when, when I take you out to my friends, you don't care. And finally, she said, y you're going to have to move out. <clears throat> and he not only moved out, he, he s sent to all the publications in the country, FedExed photographs of like making out on the on the pool table <laughs> at the playboy club yeah. and of course she was at her show at kabc then the first of the uh um, radio uh cycle psychology talk show hosts. she was she and was one of the first that's right and uh, she, she of course was fired and then she kind of disappeared she married some guy and moved down to uh, Texas somewhere, and I've never had anything to do with her since. Well, she married a multimillionaire. Yeah. That was, it, it was that her was main objective from, you know, we were working on this book, Being a Woman, yeah. fulfilling <coughs> your femininity and finding love. That's and right. for her, finding love meant a millionaire, and she found it. So. Yeah. And they're still married, so I'm, yeah, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Al was, uh, was rough, but he was a truth teller. And as we know, Dr. Tony was not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, she did try to hide a lot of things, right. and he was constantly exposing things and sometimes making people uncomfortable Well, with what it. attracted me to him in the first place were his editorials in Screw Magazine, because mm -hmm. it's kind of fun. He didn't care what he said about government or the mayors of New York and, and, and the corruption going on. He, he could say anything he wanted because nobody's going to... Uh, contradict him because to contradict a pornographer is to even hint that you have anything you to have, do with it. Yes, them. that you would even <laughs> right. address that. So he so, had total yeah. freedom of speech and he exercised it. Yes, so it was his editorials that got to me. The The other content of the magazine was... Oh, know. come on. You jerked off to it. <laughs> it was actually quite awful. He used... You know, he used pictures, I know that this. That were always from the 1970s. Yeah, they were like from the And 1970s. he continued to do that in the 1990s. Yeah. And, and you could buy them for, you know, a dollar a picture. Yeah, yeah. Really, you know, so... He had Ron Jeremy in there, like, all the time. Didn't he have uh, Jackie Kennedy in the news? Oh, yeah, he had Jackie Kennedy, but, you know, Max published Jackie Kennedy wait, pictures wait, first. Oh, right, right. Uh, let me tell this story. Okay, go ahead. So... And then we got to go. I'm publishing... Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I stole it from Stern Magazine, <clears throat> and I published it. Mm -hmm. A few weeks later, Al published it. And then a few weeks after that, Larry Flint, Larry Flint published it. And he's and the he, one that paid for it. And he said he paid a million dollars for it. Was that true? I have no idea, but <laughs> both, both, and Al, both Al and I had already published it. <laughs> All oh, right, yeah. freedom of speech, brothers and sisters. So uh, Al was a big maverick uh, pioneer in that regard. Of course, Max is too, but he's still with us. And Al is gone. Rest in peace, Al Goldstein. How old was he? Do you, do you uh, know? How old was Al? He, he was, was probably about 76, 76, 78. Really? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we don't know how he went exactly. I mean, just went. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I'm not quite sure. All right. I, I saw Ron the other night. I took him to the uh, director's Everybody guild. Everybody sees Ron. Dinner. Ron is and everywhere. Well, he took care of Al's car here in L.A. all the time. And, 
And he did tell me how why the guy died, but I forget what it was. Pneumonia or old age, uh, whatever, yeah. whatever. Well, Ron survived. You know, he's yeah. still around, and he's everywhere. Ron not only is still around, he is everywhere. You go to any, you know, event in Hollywood or Las Vegas, and Ron Jeremy will probably be there. You go to Burger King, and he's there. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, you know, you know something. Last year at the DGA dinner. We were uh, both going there, and he didn't show up. And I'm sitting there wondering what went on. And on my uh, uh, iPhone, I see he was on his way, and he he got the same thing that John Ritter died from. He had an exploding aorta. Oh, that's when he aorta. had the exploding aorta. And then he... But, so he drove himself to the hospital. Oh. But he's so mean. He didn't want to spend money on a taxi. He gets to the hospital, and he's driving around looking for a place to park the car. Meantime, he's... Just about dying. Wow. Anyway, they got him inside and they Tough. cut him open and they just got him in time and they saved his life. They did. Yeah, That's the yeah. important thing. So, you know, hey, he's Jewish. What do you expect? He didn't want to well, pay retail and have but, them uh, park his car. You know, he's, he, he still overdoes it, though. Uh, he should still be taking care of himself, but he doesn't. We all have a different path. Yeah. You know? And he's cool. He's cool. You know, yeah. He's yeah, a bonobo. <laughs> we love Ron. We love Ron. He is definitely a bonobo. Yes. And, uh, and, and I mean, it's so great that, you know, you go to some event like at the Hollywood. I mean, there he is. It, yeah. it, he's, he's around a lot. It's just great to have uh, somebody like that, like the Zelig of um, the 21st century. That's, that's exactly so, right. Uh, so, okay. So thank you, John Clark. And of course, thank you, my featured guest, Nicole Donnelly. She uh, was fun. She was fantastic, Nicole Donnelly. Hot. Yeah, uh, I mean, she knew all her CEO. statistics on penis size yeah, and that was by fun. state. You know, I, I guess uh, that North Dakota really has it this year, and um, that's that influx of oil workers. Oil, all those oil workers yeah. are, you know, they're drilling with their dicks, actually. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, yeah, and Texas is at the bottom. Mississippi is at the very bottom. Uh, and uh, well, Mississippi's at the bottom of everything. You know, you know. I mean, that just—I don't want to say there's a bunch of losers in Mississippi. I mean, I'm not going to go that far. There's a bunch of losers in Mississippi. All right, you went that bunch far. Bunch of rednecks. Mm. <laughs> okay, so try harder, Mississippi. You'll do better next year. Um, <clears throat> so okay, and Italy, you're doing good, and Rhode Island. Oh, Italy, nice right. Italian bastions of... And, you know, California's respectable, number 15. You know, New Jersey's number 14. Okay, so thank you, uh, Nicole Donnelly, president of Condomania. We love Condomania condoms, and I, I do like the taste of this. Mmm. It's nice. I, I mean, we should use this. Okay, so I have to wrap it up, so to speak. So, uh... Yeah, make like bonobos, not baboons. Wear condoms, you know, especially if you don't know for sure where that person has been. Wear a condom, have them wear a condom, you know, that's the best thing to do. Uh, but on the other hand, let's just say no on Measure B. I mean, the government should not be telling us how we uh, should have our sex lives, whether they're on camera or off, you know? I mean... Just because it's on camera doesn't mean the government has a right to invade people's sexuality. Tell us, next thing you know, they're going to be telling us what to wear. So, no, no, because condoms are something you wear, you know, like a raincoat. Okay, so uh, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. 
even if that someone is you. <laughs> I love you. From our house to your house. Thank you. See you next week. Good night. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.